Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, this is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're here every week to talk about your home, whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for tips on things like seasonal maintenance or smart upgrades for your home, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech, and the team at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. These are all amazing local professionals. They're great resources, and they'd love to hear from you. If you're looking for some direction uh, or for some help in any of these areas surrounding your real estate purchase or sale, do be sure to give them a call. They are the team members here at The Whole Home Show. They'd love to help. Uh, as your host, I've been a real estate agent here for over 28 years, born and raised here in Victoria. I love it here. This is my community. I'm a huge community supporter. I've helped a lot of people over the years with either their home purchase or sale, and I'd be happy to help you as well, too. If you have a question about the market, about what's going on out there, you want to know maybe if it's a good time to buy or sell, give me a call. I'd be happy to chat. You can find my contact information and also the contact information of the rest of the Whole Home Show team on the CFAX website. Just go to Shows. There you'll find us, the Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe, and all of their contact information is there. You can also reach me through my business websites, the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. During the month of August, our weekly show here will be focusing on the needs of seniors. You may be one, or perhaps you're a spouse, a child, or a caring friend who has concerns about someone either aging in place or needing to move to a retirement community or a smaller home or perhaps even a higher level of care. Uh, the month of August is where we're going to be helping you out there. Uh, we've already had uh, great episodes so far in the month. We started with a conversation about uh, in-home home care, mobility aids and assistance, uh, we talked about making the actual move, uh, packing, uh, downsizing, uh, getting rid of a lot of stuff that you have in your home or things that your kids have left in your home for many years. Uh, uh, this week, we have a very special show. And the reason is, uh, I've been talking about the event that we have coming up. When I say we, uh, it is the Victoria Seniors Business Network, Victoria Senior Business Network, VSBN. That is a network consisting of representatives and local organizations and businesses that specialize in senior-related sectors. Uh, and the VSBN is putting on an event. It is Wednesday, October the 16th, uh, from 11 o'clock to 2.30. Uh, and we will be covering and talking about dementia and about how to take care of your friends or family members or loved ones nearby who are faced with this. And for us to have a better understanding, uh, for us to know exactly what it is they are going through, uh, what to expect. Uh, and again, this is a real estate show. The reason why we're bringing it up right now is because sometimes this equates to a move. And it's stressful enough for young people to make a move. Could you imagine what it's like when somebody is struggling with uh, cognitive or memory impairment? Uh, so October 1st is National Seniors Day. Uh, October 16th is when we're having this event. Uh, today, we have with us the keynote speaker for the October 16th event. This is Dr. Marjorie Moulton. 
she is a dementia consultant. I'll be bringing her uh, uh, to the microphone in just a moment here. But our other guests today are also regular contributors here to our show. We have Gurpreet Randawa. She's with uh, the Sitka Law Group, of course, one of our show sponsors. We want to talk today about capacity and about the legal aspect of what happens with the decision-making process because it gets very complicated there. Uh, our other guest is, again, another regular uh, guest that we have here, Ann Duggan, uh, with Advising Seniors, talking about what people can expect, uh, again, in terms of a move uh, or when things start changing. You know, when you're a family member and you start noticing that things are no longer the same. So we're going to have a really, really great show today. Uh, be sure to let anyone you know who's listening uh, to tune, or anyone you know who needs to listen to this, to tune in. Uh, give them a call. And by the way, we are uh, on iTunes or Google Play in case you want to download the podcast. Uh, or you can always find our prior shows on cfax1070.com, including the first uh, couple of episodes in uh, August. By the way, for the rest of the month, next week we're going to be covering uh, finances, things like uh, investments with an investment planner, uh, and also mortgages and things like reverse mortgages. And our last episode for the month, because of course there's five weekends for August, uh, we'll be talking about other services like pharmacy delivery uh, and uh, for the eventuality uh, funeral planning. So we have our weekly listener question as we always do. If you've got a question or curiosity about real estate, call us. Our hotline is 250-414-6540, 250-414-6540. But listen, we've got so much content to cover this week. I'm going to uh, offset our listener question to uh, maybe next week. What I'd like to do right now is get on uh, the microphone. She's sitting right beside me here, Dr. Marjorie Moulton. Uh, Marjorie, great having you here. Thank you, Tony. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so um, you have a long and storied history in this area here. You are the uh, founder and executive director of We, we Rage, We Weep, uh, We Care. Did I get that right? We Rage, We Weep, Alzheimer Foundation. Uh, Alzheimer Foundation. I know, it's a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, before we get you on for uh, the next 10 minutes here, tell us about what people can maybe expect when they come to this event from the VSBN on October the 16th and what you'll be talking about. Well, my subject matter, Tony, is sort of the same subject matter that I always focus on when I'm working with people with dementia, and that is a feelings-first approach. Uh, with this disease, as people lose their cognitive functions, their ability to uh, use reason, judgment, rely on their memory, all of those things, they where do they go from there, right? What do they have to fall back on to, to navigate the world around them? Well, they have uh, more baser things like their instinct and intuition, their ability to read body language, tone of voice, and particularly to respond to things on emotional level versus an executive All of these things that we take level. for granted. That's right. Yeah. We do. We use our executive functions all the time in day-to-day -day life, but this disease of dementia and all its iterations takes that away from us. So it leaves us with this question as, who are we really as people, as human beings? What What is our nature? What makes us who we are? And my approach is always that maybe it's not so much the mind that makes us who we are, but perhaps it's the heart. Mm-hmm. And it is so difficult because 
people who have, um, and I'm talking about the family surrounding someone who is going through this right now. Right. They often have no uh, experience or no point of reference as to how uh, how to deal with this. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, for many of us, we have so much that we are managing in our life until a particular uh, event or situation comes along. We may or may not have that much overall knowledge, and that certainly applies to something like dementia. And then like all of a, a sudden, it's a crash course. It's a crash course on how to deal with it. Exactly. And then you're scrambling to try and figure out how to move forward in a, in a reasonable and successful way. Yeah, because in many ways, the, the, the person has, has changed, and it's, it's, it's not the parent or the relative that you've known all your life growing up um, because things are changed. The decision-making is different, uh, uh, things like that, right? Yeah, the, I mean, the, the way, uh, you know, the person you knew functions in the world has become different, and so that means that they are different, and the way you can respond to them is different. So these are a lot of changes, and it's really hard for people to let go of some of the things that were and embrace what is. And one of the biggest challenges for, for families and care, and care partners is to find a way to connect with the individual as they are with the dementia rather than clinging to what, what they knew from the past. Wow, there's so much to talk about. And uh, of course, uh, we need to take a break in just a moment here, but we're going to have you more to talk a little, deep, a little bit deeper about this. But I want to remind our listeners that you will be uh, our keynote speaker on October the 16th. It is the VSBN Victoria Seniors Business Network event. It'll be at St. Patrick's uh, Church on Carrick Street from 11 o'clock to uh, 2.30. Uh, we'll be fed as well, too, so we'll give you lunch. And we also have guest, uh, another CFAX, uh, very popular CFAX personality here, Alan Perry. Uh, from He's, of course, the e-guru. We'll be talking a little bit about cybersecurity for seniors. So, so much to cover. Uh, please register. We're going to have the information on our page on the CFAX 1070 website. Again, look under shows. You'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. You can sign up right there or send me an email, tony at primeteam.ca. But again, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show. August for us here on The Whole Home Show is focusing on the needs of seniors. We're talking about the, uh, we were just talking about an event that is happening on October the 16th uh, at St. Patrick's Church, uh, sponsored by the Victoria Seniors Business Network, featuring Dr. Mol Marjorie Moulton, who we just had on the air, and we'll have her back uh, in a couple of breaks time here, talking about dementia. She's a dementia consultant. Uh, it is a free event. We'd love to see you there. I'll give you more details just before the next break here, but we have a couple of other guests in the studio today. We want to talk right now with Ann Duggan. Ann is with Advising Seniors, and also somewhat of a regular fixture on our show here. Ann, thanks for coming back. Thank you so much. Tony. So we have a bit of a theme today because we're talking about um, what happens when um, care partners or, or family members are faced with the fact that their loved one uh, is undergoing uh, undergoing a change, right? And this would be a change in behavior, um, and these are things that are, are related to uh, memory impairment or things like that. Um, Tell us about what people can expect when they start seeing this. This is a very bewildering time for people and for families. 
most of us live with certain expectations of decision-making by parents and ourselves involved in families. And one of the big steps is to understand what is happening. And so, first of all, um, a plan is needed, really, to uh, assist families in going through this journey with their elder. And uh, I can't uh, emphasize enough the need for people to start early in this process. To as soon as they see changes coming, um, perhaps meet in as soon as possible with family doctor. But also there are lots of resources, both online and in person in town. And as soon as people can start to collect information, it's so easy. And there are. We all speak about people with Alzheimer's as if they're one big clump of people somewhere. These are individuals with individual personalities, individual histories, and they react as individuals. So there isn't a cookie-cutter approach to this, but there is a general need for planning very early on. And when we talk about uh, real estate, which is your favorite subject and <laughs> yeah, ours, yeah. Um, um, that comes up quite often quite early because people start to say, oh, maybe we need to m move mom or dad. Or maybe mom or dad says we want to move. Or maybe they say you'll never get us out of this house alive. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of stuff that families have to work through. Families start getting concerned about safety because there's all these stories about, you know, stoves being left on or, you know, things like that and being They're, concerned about the loved one, right? Absolutely. Safety and security comes up over and over again in every aspect uh, with folks going through this process. Mm -hmm. And they're very often there are very simple modifications that can be made to a home to make it safe and secure. Yeah, and, and we sort of talked about that with Motion Specialties uh, a couple of weeks ago. I, I guess one of the main things is when you, when somebody starts thinking about, well, let's just move that person. That's right. The problem is um, uh, uprooting someone is confusing enough for young people. It's devastating for many people, and especially if their spouse built the house 50 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's It's a it's a major upheaval. I want to also say something about moving people. Um, we often hear elders um, in a demanding process say something like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And they say that quite often in different situations. And I have many experiences now with with people themselves who want to move and who want to sell and buy and sell and buy. It's not that they're looking for bargains and things. It's that they're looking for home. They're looking for some deep memory yeah. within them. And uh, it, I often caution families to look for that, not to just necessarily jump into the process yeah. of moving people because they want to go somewhere else. It's what they need is a little more you attention. Know, you just, know, you just brought up something for me because I'm thinking about a client that I had several years ago. She's been gone now for, for a time. And she had the habit of moving every, like, less than every couple, more frequently than every couple of years. Yep. And I, at some point in time, because I was her agent, so mm -hmm. it would mean selling mm -hmm. her uh, townhouse mm -hmm. and helping mm -hmm. her condo and all this. And I asked her family, I said, I'm worried about yeah. her. Like, what's going on? And they were like, oh, that's just, that's the way she is. No. But what you said makes a lot of sense, because I think she was looking for something <clears throat> different. I see it quite, well, not 
often, but I've certainly seen a lot of it. Yeah. And one of my concerns is that the realtors involved are um, knowledgeable because they can get themselves caught in that trap. Yeah. Um, because of the legal aspects of that, mm -hmm. we can imagine the problems. And uh, but uh, and, well, I, I should, and I must say, I I did at some point have to stop providing her service. Yep. Because I was concerned yep. about the, the law of contract. Yeah, and and frankly, you know, I was concerned about myself because I, I did not want to be seen as someone taking advantage of somebody. That's right. The scary thing, and I said this to her daughter, I will never for her daughter, by the way, government lawyer. Mm-hmm. I said to her daughter, I said, My concern is another agent's gonna come by who doesn't know her situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just gonna continue selling her, which is what happened. Yeah. Right. I really emphasize it because it does happen, not only with houses, but with other things. I had a client who mm. got himself to an automobile dealer in town and bought the most expensive white Cadillac convertible that there is on the market mm. and drove it home. No license, no insurance, no background, nothing. He had money in his pocket, mm. several thousands of dollars, and he was sold a car. Wow. Um, so you just go looking for something that's uh, a memory that has has stayed. Mm. And uh, so I do talk about that a little bit with families. And the other thing is just to plan carefully and slowly. There's no rush with this disorder. It moves slowly through the brain and through one's life. And if we take start early enough and think about it and, and watch where it's going, um, families can plan and work with people. And uh, it's the options come down in the long run to staying home with modifications to the house and care brought in and all of those things to actual moving to care homes or facilities or a simpler type of living moving from a home to a, an apartment or something. So there's, um, I really work to hold as many options open for yeah. seniors as we do for young people. Yeah. Um, we don't want to limit them just because families panic and think, oh, we got to do something. Uh, let's plan for that and think about it and keep all the options in mind. Yeah, so your business, of course, you it's called it's called advising seniors. So a advice and advocacy. Advice and advocacy for seniors. Yep. And you help you help not only seniors, but actually you help, and I've seen you advise uh, the kids as well, too. Oh, I do a lot of work with families. Yeah. Families are part of this picture, yeah. <laughs> a big part uh, for many people. I also work with people who don't have a soul in the world except themselves. Yeah. And uh, so it's really really interesting. But yes, family dynamics are uh, a goodly part of what I do. Okay, well, listen, if people need to reach you, what's the best way to do that? Um, online, it's advisingseniors.ca. Um, yeah. My telephone number is 778-265-9715. We'll put the contact information on the uh, CFAX uh, webpage as well, too. Thank you. Um, but as a reminder, you, too, are a member of the VSBN, the Victoria Seniors indeed. Business Network. One of my favorite things to belong to. Okay. Well, and as am I, and one of the things that, uh, that I really enjoy is the fact that uh, as a group, we get to leverage uh, the knowledge, skills, and experience of our fellow, because, uh, uh, you know, what you do is beyond my capability. I'm a real estate person, right? And vice versa. And it's always nice to know the people that mm -hmm. we are um, introducing our clients to. Yeah. 
Uh, and as a reminder to our listeners, October the 16th, we have this event coming up uh, talking about uh, dementia featuring Dr. Marjorie Moulton, uh, who we'll be uh, uh, talking with again in just a moment. Uh, we'll have all the information there on the CFAX uh, website, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll be having a conversation about capacity and legal aspects when you're concerned about your loved one's ability to make decisions. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Spectec, and the team at the Sika Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. If you're looking for some direction from any of these specialists in these areas for your real estate purchase or sale, be sure to give them a call. And uh, even more conveniently, I have with me right now, beside me in the studio, uh, from the Sitka Law Group, uh, Gurpreet Arundel. Gurpreet, thanks for coming back. Thanks again for having me, Tony. Yeah, of course, we're talking about seniors. Uh, I mentioned earlier, October 1st is National Seniors Day. Uh, the VSBN, the Victoria Seniors Business Network, is holding an event on October the 16th, talking about dementia. Uh, cognitive impairment, memory impairment, all of these things. Uh, we wanted to have you here today as well, too, to talk about a topic that uh, I think needs more understanding as well, too, and that is uh, when somebody is faced with this, decisions are made, but there's legal ramifications to every decision, mm-hmm. right? So let's talk about capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, if somebody has a loved one that they feel or suspect is starting to have some memory impairment, uh, and they decide they want to sell the house. Mm-hmm. There's paperwork, there's contracts and all that. What needs to be in place in order for this all to be legal? Yeah, so one of the prerequisites to entering into any sort of contract, whether it's a contract of purchase and sale, um, is having capacity. Um, and in our case, from a legal perspective, capacity is a legal test. We want to ensure that the individual is aware of the implications of, of the decisions they're about to make um, and is essentially free of any mental disorder. Mm-hmm. When it comes to selling property or land, um, the homeowner must have capacity in order to enter into a contract of purchase and sale. And if they don't have capacity, they need to ensure that they have the requisite incapacity planning documents in place. The key one being a power of attorney. Yeah. So in order for anyone to enter into a power of attorney, they must have capacity. Yeah. So in other words, I think we talked about this before, you can't get a power of attorney after the fact. Exactly. After somebody, uh, somebody's capacity is, is um, impaired. Yeah. impaired. This all needs to be planned out in advance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and whenever we meet with clients to go over estate planning, usually they'll come in for a will, we always talk about incapacity uh, planning as well because, in my opinion, it's just as important to have those documents in place as it is to have a will in place. Yeah, so you may be having this conversation with a with a 35-year-old. Exactly. Planning ahead on their will, right? Yep, yep, okay. because you're not necessarily just losing capacity due to mental disorder or illness. It could be due to accident as well. Okay, a car accident or something, exactly. a head injury or something. Yep. Yeah, goodness. All right. So um, planning ahead, getting that power of attorney uh, in place. Question that comes up every once in a while is, does the power of attorney power of attorney still roll on if the individual passes away? Good question. Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't. It actually terminates on death, yeah. and, and then on death the will kicks in. Yeah. And at that point, then the executor of the will is the person that would uh, that would take over. Exactly. The executor would deal with the person's affairs at that point. 
Right. All right. Well, let's just roll it back a little bit here. Uh, there isn't a. Let's just say there isn't a power. There is not a power of attorney in place, and uh, something needs to be done. Like a house needs to be sold. Yeah. You know, uh, some there somebody is. Um, you know, it's an unsafe environment. They were danger to themselves, for instance, uh, and their family members or loved ones need to get them out and to sell the house. But they do not have capacity and they do not have a POA. What happens? Another great question and something that does come up uh, on occasion. In those circumstances where property needs to be sold, the owner is still alive but no longer has capacity, there's no power of attorney in place, at that stage, the individual's family members would have to look at applying to court for a comiteeship order. Comiteeship order, yeah. And that essentially gives the person appointed by the court legal authority to deal with the individual's finances mm-hmm. um, and personal affairs, depending on what they've applied to. Um, but that is a very costly and time-consuming process. Yeah. I think it's important for people to know, too, because I've seen this through uh, clients. Uh, it is also not a comfortable situation. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, because it requires things like uh, doc, um, doctor's affidavits, it, a, a hearing before a judge, yeah. serving the individual yeah. um, and other family members. Um, and it can become quite contentious, especially if family members are not in agreement as to who should make decisions. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I guess the the point here is don't get to that point. Exactly. And had somebody had the, the power of attorney, the POA set up in advance, mm-hmm. then all this gets to gets to be uh, sidelined, right? Exactly. And any family members who are dealing with the sale of property um, with the power of attorney, I also always recommend to run that power of attorney by a lawyer before entering into any contract to ensure that it is a valid power of attorney. So just because it's a power of attorney doesn't mean it's it's... That yeah, that it could be used for land title purposes, exactly. Because there are different types of power of attorney. Exactly. Yeah. yeah there, there's financial, there's like uh, other things. There's, uh, it might not necessarily uh, contemplate dealing with land. Okay. Um, so you want to ensure that the power of attorney that is being used can be used to, to deal with land. Yeah, because sometimes with the power of attorney, there are exclusions, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep. And sometimes clients try to create these on their own or they're created in other provinces. Yes. So you always want to ensure that it complies with BC laws mm-hmm. and can be used for the intended purpose. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because I had one a little while ago where I asked, because as the real estate agent, we need a copy of the POA, uh, especially mm-hmm. when signing things like a listing document, getting mm-hmm. a property on the marketplace. We need the POA because our brokerages look at who's signing the document and compare it to the name on the title, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a, um, a client that wanted to sell. I asked them for their POA. They gave it uh, gave me a hard copy, um, but it was it was like typed and with pen, you know, scratched out and adjusted and initialed and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we need to get a legal opinion on this one because I, I this does not seem correct. Yep, and that's what I recommend that to every realtor dealing with the power of attorney. If you're unsure, get the advice up front because as soon as your client's entered into a binding contract, yep. they must complete on the completion date. And it is possible that that power of attorney will get defected at land titles. Yep. Um, and somebody's going to sue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, I mean, what we need to be aware of is the fact that when that house sells and if the person did not have the power of attorney and w- did not have the legal ability to sell it, um, the buyer who's buying that house, they have a claim because they're going to say, hey, I bought that house, not my problem, mm-hmm. that it wasn't POA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sue someone. Yep. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's where the ugliness comes in. Exactly. 
yeah, so you want to ensure that there is a valid power of attorney in place. I had an instance where um, a realtor sent me a power of attorney that they were unsure about. There was an issue with it. Um, it wasn't signed in, on one of the declarations. Um, the adult had lost capacity, but it was an easy fix in that case. It was a, just a matter of having the power of attorney sign a land title documentation or declaration, excuse me. Um, and we were able to address all that before the property was even listed. Yeah. Um, so key to get that but, advice. Yeah, and for you guys to have figured that out beforehand. Because yeah. I think that's the kind of call you don't want to get on the day of registration. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or when the lawyer finally receives the documents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many complicated things to, to consider here. But again, you know, given the, the, the theme of not only this episode, but of the month as well, too, when we're dealing with somebody who is having memory impairment, they're making decisions and signing documents and the real estate document is something that has huge financial ramifications. Yes, absolutely. And the other aspect to this as well is the adult who's moving into long-term care, for example, or with a family member might require equity from the property to fund care costs. Mm-hmm. So not only do you need the pro- power of attorney to be able to sell the property, but who's going to pay for all these care costs? Yeah, who's taking care of the finances side, right? Exactly. That's yeah. another reason why it's very important to have a power of attorney. Yeah, because there, there it's all written out as in who takes care of that. And, and who has legal authority to access your accounts and to assist you with your bill payments and so on. Yeah, so anyways, people people need to talk to the Sitka Law Group in order to get some of that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are located at? We're located at 3750 Shelburne, just above Coast Capital. Yeah, lots of parking. Lots of free parking, uh, yeah. which clients really appreciate. Great, yeah. and phone number? Is 778-265-265. Two six seven seven. Yeah, and we already know your contact information is on our page in the CFAX website because you guys are a show supporter and a show sponsor here. Uh, so as we always say, if anyone here is listening, needs some um, help and needs to talk to a lawyer, you can talk to these guys because they are they are really approachable, as you can hear from Gurpreet. Uh, so please do give them a call. They'd love to help you out. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Tony. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be picking up on our conversation with Dr. Marjorie Moulton, uh, um, dementia consultant. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back, and thanks for listening this week and this month. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. For the month of August, we are focusing on the needs of seniors uh, relating to their real estate needs. And one of the reasons is because it's National Seniors Day on October the 1st. We're planning ahead here. We also wanted to tell you about an event that is happening on October the 16th. It's Wednesday, October the 16th. The Victoria Seniors Business Network is holding this event at St. Patrick's Church from 11 o'clock to 2.30. Uh, lunch will be served. By the way, it's free. I'm not sure if I mentioned that yet today. It's a free event. Uh, and it is not a sales event. Nobody is trying to sell you anything. It is education. Uh, you're going to you're gonna get some great information, uh, not only from our speaker, who we're going to be talking with in just a moment, uh, Marjorie Moulton, a dementia consultant, uh, but also from CFAX's own Alan Perry, who is going to be talking about cybersecurity. You know, we're, getting, we're hearing all these stories about these phone calls that come in, seniors are answering the phone and being told that their Microsoft uh, computer has been uh, um, uh, attacked by a virus, and they don't even have a computer. So this is what's happening out there in the world right now, people just trying to take advantage of uh, the elderly. So this event, again, 
October the 16th. All the information can be found on our page on the CFAX 1070 website. Just look, look under shows. You'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe, and all of the information. We were talking a little bit earlier with Ann Duggan with Advising Seniors uh, about what to expect. Uh, things to look out for in helping not only the person facing dementia, but also their family members. We also just finished up with Gurpreet Randauer, who's with the Sitka Law Group, one of our show sponsors, about capacity and about the legal aspects and someone's ability or inability to make decisions about real estate. And then right now we have with us Marjorie Moulton. Uh, Marjorie, thanks again for coming. Thanks, Tony. Um, this is, I mean, this is, this is such a uh, an area that... Uh, I would say confuses people. And we're talking about, you know, loved ones, family members and all that. Right. I, I think one of the reasons is where, where do you begin? Like how, uh, where do you get information? How do you learn about, about this? Well, I, I mean, I think it's important uh, to reiterate at this point uh, what both Anne and Gurpreet have said about starting early. If you have suspicions that something is not right, something's tipping you off, your loved one is changing, um, you're noticing issues with their memory, uh, they're starting to repeat themselves a lot, um, you're noticing things around their home that maybe... Um, aren't quite right. Um, they're maybe less concerned about their hygiene. They don't keep their home as tidy. I mean, all of these little types of things can be tip-offs that there's some change happening, particularly in a situation where the older adult uh, lives on their own still, right? And you're, you're, you're going in as a family member, as a friend, uh, on a more periodic basis, you might pick up on these things. So start the process early. Get a diagnosis early from your doctor because it may mean that you can actually rule out a dementia of some sort mm -hmm. because there are other things that do mimic this disease. And so it may not necessarily be as dire as you may fear. It may be an opportunity to find out if there's some other uh, disease or deficiency or something that's going on that can be addressed that can then rectify the situation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think starting starting your process early is so important. And as Anne alluded to, there are a lot of services here in Victoria. Um, the primary one for um, information to start you off is certainly the Alzheimer's Society of BC. Um, they have a resource, uh, you know, center here in Victoria. They want they run excellent education programs. Uh, both, um, you know, in person as well as, you know, online. So if, they, you know, you can't get physically to a location where they're having them. And they also have their first link program, which is an excellent first start. So there are a lot of things like that. You can also go to Island House Home and Community Care uh, if, if you need assistance uh, as well to sort of um, get yourself a social worker and find your way through that process. Okay, so, you know, stepping back, you, you, you talked about getting a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, presumably much of the time it's a family member who says, you know what, I think we gotta, we got to get mom checked out or, dad, you know, whatever. Do, 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 we ever, do you ever find cases where the individual themselves starts saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling 100%, maybe I should get myself checked. I, I'm guessing that there's a fair amount of uh, uh, denial at times in that particular case, though, too, right? Well, I, yeah, I mean, as you can imagine, I mean, uh, dementia is, is the second most frightening disease to people after cancer. Uh -huh. And so, you know, um, this is a very intimidating possibility. 
Uh, but for some people, they are very proactive. There are those who, who want to deny and they've found good ways to sort of um, cope and work around whatever their, their challenges are. Um, but uh, sometimes they, they also want to know because, you know, this is a disease that is typically, not always, because everybody is very individual, um, but can be something that progresses over um, anywhere from four to 20 years. And the average time people spend living with a dementia is around eight to 10 years. So this is a significant amount of time. Wow. And it's so important to have these things in place because just like any aspect of our life, we all want to live our best lives, live with quality of life, with live with uh, purpose. These are really important things to to each and every one of us, even though they might vary from from person to person. Yeah. And so it's it's really um, so essential to to have that. And I just want to touch on one other thing too that was mentioned earlier. Oftentimes, especially. Um, you know, feelings are expressed by people with dementia, like we talked about, you know, the home situation, the fact that you deal in, in uh, you know, real estate, and people uh, wanting to go home when they're actually currently in their home, mm -hmm. right? And memories with something like dementia or Alzheimer's, it's the short-term memory that gets eroded first. So longer-term memories remain intact often for quite a long time. So they might not be able to tell you something that happened to them more recently, um, but they can tell you stories from their past, from their childhood, from years before. So often people with dementia, when they talk about wanting to go home, they are talking about a different time and place mm. where their home was maybe um, in a different town. Maybe it was with their parents. Maybe they don't even remember anymore that they are married or have children of their own. Mm -hmm. So the disease sort of takes all those newer memories and starts sort of working those backwards through the timeline of their life. Um, and so their place that they're oriented to, their time and place might be completely different than hours and so it's really important to to understand that and, and it's, it's difficult because they're, they're seeking something that that can never happen well that's right and so right? here's the 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 tip for that is really identifying the feeling that they're expressing and the need behind it mm -hmm. so for example if someone is talking about wanting to go home the feeling they're expressing expressing to you is what home means to them. Home is a place of safety, security, love, comfort, familiarity, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's then trying to, obviously you can't necessarily always uproot people and you wouldn't want to, that might not be the best thing for them. But creating that feeling that helps them reorient to where they are as being a place of home. Wow. You know what? Even just in this past few minutes, I have learned so much. And, you know, th and our listeners as well, too, you know, like myself, I'm just thinking of experiences that I've had with people. And now I'm getting a better understanding about this. Because, you know, what? again, that confusion happens with the, with the 
uh, outside parties saying, well, why is this happening? And, you know, how do we deal with this? Think, of, think about our own selfish needs about, you know, let's just get this dealt with and they'll be fine. I think this is one of the important things about having this event that we are planning on October the 16th with Marjorie Moulton. We're going to learn so much more from you on that particular day. I hope uh, so. And again, <laughs> uh, for our listeners, that it's a free event happening at St. Patrick's Church from 11 o'clock to 2.30, Wednesday, October the 16th. Who is this for? This is for people who are concerned, maybe about themselves, uh, with dementia. This is for family members, people around, uh, you know, a social network around a loved one who they're concerned about uh, is maybe going down the path of dementia. Uh, I mentioned on one of my other episodes, realtors. My realtor colleagues, I think you need to be here as well, too, because we really need to have a better understanding about people's needs uh, in this area, and especially when to or when not to serve someone, because if they don't have the capacity, just like Gurpreet talked about earlier, uh, we can get them uh, down a path that they should not be, and it's, it's a position that realtors need to understand better. So I want to see you guys there, too. Um, but wow, looking forward to this and you know, the stuff you've given us so far, uh, Marjorie is, is fantastic. What's the biggest struggle that you find, uh, people deal with, uh, when it comes to, um, a loved one who is, who is experiencing dementia? I think the hardest adjustment for people is to fully understand that the world of dementia is a different world than the world the rest of us live and operate in. And you will not be successful in your caring experience if you try to reorient the person with the dementia to our world. You need to go into their world. That is just so important. I mean, I I can't emphasize that anymore. Uh, it's, It's... they can't, they, talking about capacity, mm-hmm. they don't have the capacity to change, to sure. adjust. That's been taken by their disease. Mm-hmm. So it's really up to us as their family members, their loved ones, their care partners, to make that adjustment on their behalf and to join them in their journey. And if no harm's being done to themselves or others, yeah. to go with it. How important is it really if they don't remember what day of the week or they don't remember that they're married with children or they don't, don't remember grandson's th- name or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, I, one of the, I think, most powerful things I've heard from someone with dementia is they, around emotions and feelings is, they were speaking to a loved one whom they didn't remember who it was. And they said, I don't know who you are, but I know that I love you. Oh, wow. Wow. Whew. That's really something. It's um, powerful. Marjorie, uh, aside from October the 16th, where people can come and visit you and see you speak, uh, how can people reach you? Um, you can reach me online at dementiaconsulting.ca. Or you can phone me at 250-920-9573. Or you can also go to WeRageWeWeep.com, which is the We Rage We Weep Alzheimer Foundation. Thank you very much for coming. Looking forward to October the 16th. Uh, Anne Duggan, uh, people need to reach you. Yes, my company is Advice and Advocacy for Seniors. And my website is AdvisingSeniors.ca. My phone number is 778 Two six five nine seven one five, and I'm happy to uh, talk with anyone who's 
beginning to have some problems. Yeah, you're great at that. And finally, Gurpreet, uh, contact information for the Sitka Law Group. As 778-265-2677. We also have a website, sitkalaw.ca, or you can find us on social media. Thank you all for coming. And uh, to our listeners, we have two more episodes for the month of August on seniors, and we'll talk more about the event coming up. Thanks for joining us. We'll be here for you this time next week.